0: You're so full of it. Seb was the baby, and was forever treated as such by their mother. He was an angel in her eyes. If she ever found out about Seb's extracurricular activities, she'd shit a brick. Seb laughed. Well, the offer's there, bro. Thanks. Riley sat forward, his breathing picking up. So, um, have you- Um, you seen, you know, heard anything new about her? Seb exhaled. He knew who her was. Riley asked every time they spoke. He said softly, no, not for a long while. He paused. Last I heard, she'd moved. Riley nodded, relief and sadness curling in his stomach. Do you know if she's- dude? Why do you do this to yourself? Seb snapped. Pick up the fucking phone and call her. You know I can't, Riley argued, pushing his hand through his hair. She told me not to. And when was the last time you did what you were told? Riley chuckled despite himself. I know, but- He closed his eyes briefly, then stood and wandered slowly through his apartment toward his bedroom. For her? I will. Sure. There was a hint of frustration in Seb's reply. Look, I gotta go to work. Let me know if you hear anything, okay? Riley nodded. I will. Take care, yeah? You too. Later. Riley ended the call as he entered his bedroom, his gaze going to the chest of drawers in the corner. Shit, he was his own worst enemy. He tortured himself far too much. Maybe that was why he was feeling so off. Still. Taking a deep breath, he dropped the phone onto the bed, went to the dresser, and pulled the top drawer open. Underneath the underwear and socks was a small box. He pushed the clothing aside and stared at it, hating it and loving it at the same time. He opened it at least once a month, whenever he needed to remember a time when shit was simple, easy, and he made good decisions. Maybe that was wrong. Maybe Seb was right, and he needed to pick up the phone or just move the fuck on. But the thought of moving on filled him with a profound sense of grief. His brother didn't understand that turning off 20 years of feelings just wasn't that fucking easy. He managed it most of the time, going about his life without a care, fucking, partying, enjoying things. But lately, Jesus, it was such hard work. Riley slammed the drawer shut and yanked his cell phone out of his pocket, scrolling through his contacts until he came to a name he called at least every two weeks. She answered on the third ring, making him smile. I was wondering when you'd be calling, she purred, her Brooklyn accent tinged with a Spanish flavor. I've been busy, he offered, unbuttoning his shirt. You free tonight? For you? I'm always free, she answered, a grin evident in her voice. My place. I'll be there at seven. There was no goodbye, no small talk. They both knew what their relationship was, and that suited Riley just fine. He shucked off the rest of his clothes and headed for the shower, shaking off the heaviness and the need to open that fucking box again. The white sand under Cat's feet was nearly as hot as the sun that beat down on her. The view was exquisite, the ocean bluer and more clear than she'd ever seen. Small green islands winked in the distance, and the sky was utterly devoid of clouds. She briefly closed her eyes and breathed in deeply, fighting off the heavy jet lag. She'd never been to Greece before, and the island of Skiathos was simply gorgeous while the beach villa she and Carter were staying in for five days before they traveled on to Italy was beyond amazing. She stepped forward and let the warm sea wash over her feet, grinning when the scent of her husband suddenly floated to her. Husband, wow. Cat had never considered how important that word would become to her. She looked down at the diamond ring on her finger and the delicate platinum wedding band nestled against it. Life couldn't get much better. Carter's hands slipped around her hips, his bare chest against her back and his lips behind her ear. There you are.